Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Oh my god, Bon Jovi sound checking. We got to see this. But then we hear um, the guy whistling to a microphone. Yeah, it was John, and he goes, "The kids can stay." We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> nice. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. It was a small theatre, and we went upstairs, and there was a photo of Dire Straits, who mm. did their very first rock blast there in 1982, oh, wow. which was just so cool. Yeah. So these bikies got in touch with us, give us 500 bucks so you don't get your singer back. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers and sometimes wrestlers. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Thanks for joining me. Man, it's been a sweltering couple of days, but the cool change has come through and it's, it's, it's feeling good. It's feeling good in Melbourne right now. So if you're in Melbourne... This on this Thursday evening, you know, you couldn't be because this will drop tomorrow. So I hope the cool change is still in effect tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Um, what else is going on in the world of the Sizz Dog? I tell ya, I watch a lot of wrestling, yeah. And um, uh, if anyone's ever come over uh, to my place, I've got a, a whole shelf dedicated to one of my favorite all time wrestlers. And um, uh, I actually credit him to getting me back into the wrestling because I fell out of, out of love with the wrestling when Mick Foley retired or he, he you know there was a storyline where he retired with Randy Orton in the, in the, in the, uh, the late uh, sorry the early noughties um, and so I stopped watching it for about 10 years from about 2002 to 2012 I've, I have you know I've since gone back and watched a little bit from that era but I've got a massive blind spot it wasn't until 2012 um, I saw this guy CM Punk on my TV. Um, I think I've told the story before on the pod, but basically in a nutshell, he was the reason why I started watching wrestling again. And now I'm a, a massive diehard fan. Um, and yeah, the news out of the, out of the, um, out of the internet and out of, out of the world is that he is back, but in a, uh, a bit more of a different capacity. He's working for Fox doing like a, you know, a uh, commentator's kind of gig, I, I suppose. But the dude laid down like a kind of a promo against Tom Arnold, which you can see on YouTube if you just uh, YouTube CM Punk. It's one of the first things that pop up if you're listening to this relatively soon here in November of 2019. And, um, oh man, he, he hasn't missed a step. He, his promo skills are so, still ridiculously good. So, um, and he said something in one of his interviews um, uh, on the show. And that was, if you never ask the answer is always going to be no. And that kind of got me thinking this week. Um, I've never had a real sponsor on the Art of Touring, guys. I, I was maybe afraid or scared or I don't know what the reason. I was like, oh, you know, no one's going to want to sponsor this little rinky-dink show where I sit down with a muso or a wrestler or a performer each week and and take up, uh, you know, an hour's worth of your time in the car or in the train or wherever you're listening but um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to take that advice. And so I reached out to Lobo's Collectibles uh, in Thornbury and uh, they said, yes, they'd be a, a sponsor. So I've got my first real sponsor for the Art of Touring um, coming up. So you'll hear all, all about them for the, for the sponsored spot later in the episode. And then, you know, I got to thinking, oh, I might as well ask another person, another a local business that I, um, that I frequent. I go to the gym. I approached uh, Anytime Fitness in Epping, spoke to the manager, Joel, and he was like, yeah, all right, 
oh, we'll do that too. I'm like, oh my God. So I've gone from no sponsors to two sponsors within a week. So you'll be hearing my sponsored posts about them this week. I'm pretty excited about it. However, let's get down to business. This week, I caught up with Matt and Dylan from Creek. The boys came around to uh, Casa del Siriani uh, with beers in hand. And it was just as well because it was a sweltering night, a real scorcher in Melbourne, the night that we recorded the pod this week. And uh, with a couple of those lip looseners, the lads revealed some pretty funny stories, including the tale of what their music evoked in a married couple one starry night at a blues festival. But you'll have to keep listening to hear the complete story. Trust me, it's a doozy. Art of Touring is brought to you every single week on a Friday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes, Spotify, or on the Google Podcasts app. Guys, tell friends about this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, tweet about the pod, make a Facebook post about the pod, make a TikTok about the podcast. That's a thing now, apparently. Um, you know, I want to build the audience of the Art of Touring podcast, and the best way to do that is through word of mouth. So if you're listening to this and you're enjoying what's going into your headphones, what's coming out of speakers, please spread the word. That would be rad. Um, this is usually the part of the pod where I say there is some coarse language, but with the sponsors coming on board, I thought I'd change up the format so there is no coarse language. I think there was a couple of F-bombs, but I've bleeped them out. So if you do want to listen with the kids, it's safe. Now, it's history time, boys and girls. Let's take a moment to hear from the very first real sponsor on the Yard of Turing. Episode 83 of The Art of Touring is brought to you this week by Lobos Collectibles in Thornbury. Lobos is Melbourne's largest and best vintage toy store. In their newly relocated address on 310 St George's Road in Thornbury, the store has something for everyone, even the most die-hard collector. Star Wars, Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Little Pony, Star Trek, Dino Riders. Trust me, the list goes on and on and on. So if you're looking for a gift this Christmas for the collector in your family, there's only one place to go, and that's Lobo's Collectibles in Thornbury. The coolest thing about Lobos is that they are constantly acquiring new old stock to add to their store. So you are sure to find something different every time you visit. Let them know you heard about the store on from old mate Sis Dog on the Art of Touring podcast. Man, I love this store. I would go to their original location um, and now I go to their new location, 310 St. George's Road in Thornbury almost every weekend and when I do I always come home with a little something to add to the collection Lobo's Collectibles the best toy store in the universe You know you gotta go on babe at Lobo's Collectibles Yeah just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Now, before we get into my conversation with Matt and Dylan from Creek, I'd like to share with you some of their music. This is a track called Made Of. Check it out.
Here we go. There's just a little preview of the boys from Creek. Now let's sit back and breathe it in. That's right. It's Sizz Dog and Matt and Dylan shooting the shit. Strap in and let's get loose. It's time for the Art of Touring to begin. Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Art of Touring podcast, we're sitting here in Siriani Studios, I've got beer in hand and it's a welcome beer because it is a sweltering one here in good old Melbourne town and sitting across from me is Dylan and Matt from the band Creek, how are we gentlemen? Very well says Dog, thank you. Good, good, yeah, thanks for having us on the podcast. Mm. You're very welcome boys, Um, you know when... Uh, dudes or dudettes show up to the, the pad and they've got beer in hand and it's a hot night, it's always going to be a good <laughs> a good podcast, Absolutely. so I appreciate it. No We've got the 150 lashes yeah. tonight, the pale ale. Can't, usually, can't go wrong. Usually it's furphy. Yes. But couldn't find any near it, so please oh, sponsor had- us, furphy. We love your beer. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we do love you, furphy, but I mean, come on, 150 lashes, yeah, they're pretty, pretty good. Drop, yeah, yeah pretty especially good. when it's nice and warm. This is great. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, great. Absolutely. You'd think these guys were the sponsor this week, the last <laughs> amount we're talking about. Them. <laughs> there you go. Hey, look, maybe I should yeah, reach out to them. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong yeah. with that You'd at all. never know. That yeah. never even occurred to me. Of course, beer. Musos love beer. Oh, that's yeah. the perfect sponsor. Oh, gosh. All right, well, um, we'll we'll start off the show. I'll, I'll direct my first question at you, Matt. Um, where are you from, and, and where did you grow up, mate? Well, oh, long story short, um, actually, funnily enough, mum and dad's first house was around the corner from here. Yes, yeah, I think I told you that last night. But, yeah, um, in the Epping. Yeah, and uh, and then well, we moved when I was three. So okay, like ninety six, we moved up to Echuca. Oh, the wow. Murray River. Yep. So from ever since uh, mid nineties, I've been a river rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the river rat. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, yeah, that was a great, great place to um, grow up. Yeah. Mum and dad bought right on the water. So. Oh really? Yeah. yeah the properties floating. Yeah, floating down <laughs> two acre property on right on the river. So, oh my god, yeah, that would have been amazing as yeah, a kid. Yep. Yeah, so. So fishing oh, and yeah. like canoeing skiing, and water skiing, yeah, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Crayfishing, even. Wow. Um, God, water skiing, I just said. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of time on the water, which has been excellent. We were just on the water last time we were up there as well. Really? And your folks are still up there? Yeah, yeah, mum and dad are still up there. Wow. Um, uh, Yeah, it was was one of those things like, you know, I had to move down to Melbourne to appreciate where I come from, you know what I mean? Because I'm just so used to it, so. Yeah. um, Beautiful up there. Yeah, so... So even though I'm down here now, yeah, try and get up there as much as as possible. much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and do you come from a big family or um, just yeah, just I've got a sister, mm-hmm. older sister, and that's about it. Just um, you know, extended family, all that stuff's pretty yeah. pretty average size, I suppose. Are you the only muso in the family, or um, uh, at the moment, yeah, uh, dad. Dad was a bass player back in the day. Oh, he was? Yep, yeah, yeah, he had the old chicken head nod moves. <laughs> <going down. laughs> tell, tell Dave about that article. Oh, yeah, the actually, just the, uh, it was so, super funny. Dad just, I found a thing Dad posted on Facebook the other day. It was his, yeah. his band in the paper, like, in the early 80s. Oh. And then I found an article next to ours, next to us, with us in the age. It's just a couple of weeks ago supporting one of our gigs, was it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure I was like, I put it, I put it on Facebook, like back to back. That is I, sick. You know, like side by side. Wow. And I was like, look, is everyone? And yeah, it was, it was just like so trippy to see. It was like four yeah, members that... each side. Like even the singer sort of looks like Dylan. Quite the <laughs> like, resemblance. I mean, yeah. oh my hair god, hair wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm like definitely more attractive. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah. a given. Dylan, Dylan. Yeah. Why is everybody laughing? But yeah. Anyway, no. Um. So uh, that would have been a really cool moment for him so, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember as a kid, sort of like always, like he has still got his old bass that he keeps in the um, in his room, and I used to go and grab it from an early age, break all the strings, you know, like and, yeah, and so right. he, kept, he kept it hidden from me. But yeah, I guess I had this early attraction from seeing actually a VHS of, of, from him playing on TV back in the 80s. He was, oh. he was, his band was called Good Question. Good Question. Which was a bit of a tongue-in-cheek kind of, you know. Yeah, it's a good name. Like, what's your name? Good, good Question. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the whole 80s joke, I suppose, or late 70s. But um, yeah. they played on they played on Red Faces, which was... Oh, burned, really? Yeah, they came second up to like a like a school band or something. <laughs> oh my God. Like a Greek Orthodox school band or something. They ran second to them. Was this part of Hey Hey It's Saturday? Uh, I don't or know. Or was it, it before? I, I think it was before, yeah. Because Red looked- Faces, I think from memory was a show and then they turned it into a segment on Red yeah. on um, Hey Hey It's Saturday. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure it was before Hey Hey because it was wow. pretty early. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing that and just, and then that kind of obviously, you know, the old man, um, Obviously influenced me later. I picked yeah. up guitar when I was about eleven or twelve, and he showed me. Dun, 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 <laughs> yeah, oh three five, oh three six five. Yes, which I just taught about twenty primary school students today how to play that. Of course, but, you um, did. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were ripping it. But um, yeah. So and then also to extend on the um, music, uh, family music question. Um, hmm. My second cousin, dad's cousin's also a drummer. And he was in real life. Send me an angel. Remember that song? Back at, it was an early '80s hit. Oh. Send me an angel. Uh, no, I'm going to sing it. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the other songs they had. But send a, me an a, angel. Send me an angel. Yeah, oh, okay. he, he was sort of one of the dudes to bring in. His name's Danny Simsig. He's still a good drummer. I think he still plays locally. Yeah, around St Kilda and stuff. Um, but he was kind of one of the first blokes to bring in um, the hexagonal, whatever they call drum, you know, oh, drum pads and all the early right. 80s. The yeah, what, yeah, like yeah, like he was standing and playing and all that kind oh, of wow. stuff. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, a real so in- that, innovator, that song, yeah. That song was actually a pretty big hit um, yeah. in the in Europe. I think it was number one or something. And, Jeez. and they, they toured with like In Excess and stuff. And So it's in your blood, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, like <laughs> with, th- with those two it is. And I think yeah. that's more the European side. Mm. You know, Nunu even had the um, uh, squeeze box, the which, piano I've, still, yeah, which yeah. I've still got in my um, bedroom back at home in Echuca. Yeah. So when he passed away, I took that. So I've right. still got to give it a bit more of a crack. It's a beautiful old little squeeze box, you know. Yeah. So he used Dude. to play it beautifully. And I no had lessons. a squeeze box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The squeeze box. <laughs> I just call it a squeeze box, but piano accordion. Yeah. I actually have a very similar story um, uh, surrounding a squeeze box. My my, my granny, um, ironically, on my mum's side, who's um, Irish, yep. um, had a squeeze box. And when she passed, um, it was just up at my mum's place. And we did the Pearl Jam gig um, in uh, August this year for Vitalogy. And uh, on that album, there's a song with squeeze box on it. Yeah. 
I'm like, Mum, can I borrow that yeah. squeeze box? And so, in front of 300 or so punters, <laughs> his homemade sis dog playing the squeeze box wow. <laughs> to Bugs, yeah. which is the most obscure. Like, Pearl Jam, I think, have cov- covered it, I say. Like, played it live twice. Oh, really? You know? And so, we had to do it because it was on the album, you yeah. know? Um, and it was actually one of the best moments of the whole night. Yeah. Because cool. people, I think, were blown away that I'd bothered to actually learn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really cool. Props for that. Yeah, yeah sure. it was so yeah. much fun, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have been the first time at the corner too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. It yeah, was cool. Yeah, so, sweet. no, you should get it out. They're really, really yeah, fun. I just, yeah, I'm just so... It takes a lot of coordination, man. You know, like... Mm. And, yeah, and, I don't know. I just play guitar. But I, yeah, I definitely... It's definitely on the... The list of well, maybe on the next next Creek record, yeah. we might see you hear a little bit of piano accordion as a hatred secret track or something. Oh, you know, uh, well, my dad actually plays in this band. Um, it's like a European kind of polka waltz uh, pop kind of band. And, oh, um, that stuff. It's called Tempo Six, and it's fronted by um, yeah this kind of accordion player. Yeah, and um, and. Yeah, I've played with them a couple of times, and it's actually super fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's man. really good. Yeah, it's fun had- to like mix it up with different instruments Absolutely. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a musician, you gotta yeah at least branch out a little bit for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, yeah, let's uh, uh, change gears for a minute here, and and um and we'll I'll direct this next one at you, Dylan. Where are you from, mate? Uh, well, yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess I grew up in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, I was originally from California, um, and on my dad's side of the family, they're all, all from the States. And on yep. my mum's side of the family, they're all, um, well, they're kind of originally from Italy, mm-hmm. but, you know, she grew up in Australia. Um, and yeah, so like, I guess, um, yeah, we kind of ended up back here when I was really young. And yeah, I grew up in Glenroy. And oh, Glenroy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess like dad was kind of my um, main musical in- influence. Uh, it's weird how, like we've talked about this, it's already cutting, but yeah, it's weird yeah. how like that's yeah. that's yeah. No, no, yeah. a common thing. The, yeah. the, your da- the like both dads, yeah, yeah, yeah being yeah. the musical influence. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, I don't want to like not give any credit to my mum because mum always listened to really cool kind of records as well and like so as well as dad and like they're both kind of yeah my mum's rhythmically a- dyslexic so <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Amanda a break come but on yeah, she's a legend though yeah yeah <laughs> um, but yeah but like I guess, I guess yeah they both kind of um, both of their tastes kind of influenced me and then like kind of um, you know from there I kind of just went into kind of delved into what I wanted to kind of research and find sure. music and like that kind of just all of that kind of combined as a throughout the years of learning guitar and everything so mm. um and yeah i don't know how i got into singing though at first like i guess i just wanted to busk or something maybe yeah um and yeah and like me and some uh, some mates uh we used to go busking in the city all the time and uh, really i guess I, yeah i guess i kind of started singing then but um but like i mean properly but yeah. I still wasn't really like kind of practicing or rehearsing it up properly or anything like that. I like until a bit later, probably for the band, really. I yeah, mean, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's um that's me in a nutshell. And so, did you learn the guitar at school or? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I started learning guitar when I was uh, probably about eleven or twelve, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I think I um I inherited um a nylon string guitar yes from uh, my dad's mother yes who passed away unfortunately at the time mm. and uh he brought back this guitar and said hey uh son here's um you know here's a guitar yeah. um give it a crack and uh and yeah and then so i picked it up and i was i thought it was this beautiful like kind of 
gesture. So I, yeah, learnt smoke on the water on it. Yes. Belted that out from the water. So and good. it's so funny. My nunnal brought me back an old crappy acoustic. Yeah. Um, that he found on his other um, friends on the block in Craigieburn. Um, this old crappy acoustic. The strings were about you know two inches off the fretboard. Oh, the action thing. was terrible. Yeah, the, but it was been sitting in the weather the whole, for like probably 10 years. But yeah. just mm. crazy how many coincidences there are and similarities of the mm. oranges of how we start. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. We've talked about this before. Okay, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess like, although, yeah, I was just thinking about it and I guess like when I was four, um, my mum and dad both chipped in for this little Casio keyboard that I really, I reckon that was the first time I actually really kind of was exposed to being able to play a musical instrument. So, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I was um, I was a lot younger then. Mm. Um, and it was kind of, I don't know, I learned Mary had a little lamb and all those kind of <laughs> sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dabbling around on this thing, pressing on the drum sounds and just hearing the drums and stuff. Mm. So that was kind of something. Uh, yeah, d- now that we talk about all these memories of Flatty yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's like, I remember like dabbling around and like I had like, my dad still had the old tape deck machine or whatever and mm. like I was listening to things and I was even recording like mumbling over singing it and stuff yeah, even at that man. age like listen back to it I remember mum and dad played it in the car once I started crying because I was so embarrassed but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no like yeah it was, it was I like know saying, like you get that inclination at three yeah. or four years old and you're just like I guarantee and then forget about it and yeah then, and then you pick it up later in you know 11 12 it's crazy it's yeah. like yeah. willingness and exposure yeah yeah exposures yeah for sure yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know where they are, but I know they exist still at my mum and dad's place. Um, and that was one of the favourite things I, I loved to do as a kid was get the cassette player and get it next to another radio and record songs off the radio just through the speakers. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I could... I just knew that's a way that I could capture the audio. Yep. And so I would, I would, I would record it, record it, record it. And then I'll press pause. And then I just turn the volume down and then record my own intros and outros. <laughs> we just heard Technotronic <laughs> pump up the jam on Siriani 101.5. Like seriously. Yeah, isn't that crazy yeah, how you knew no, how to do cool. that then? Though. Yeah. It's I'm insane. like, and I would listen back to it. I'm like, I'm going to be a DJ one day. Like, it's so cool. You that's know? Awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, I should probably find that one day and like <laughs> yeah. put it as a, as yeah. on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somewhere around here I want to hear that. I know I, it's definitely not <laughs> in this next room next time we're in a I'm going to go scavenging either all the tapes uh, yeah, yes. yeah there's some gems I'm sure oh dude yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, I guess that's the story. Yeah. yeah, and so were you guys in bands like in high school at all, or because you, you were mentioning that a band that you did um, like busking kind of thing was that after school or, or during school? Oh no, that was after after. Well, uh. Well, both Matt and I were studying at NMIT, which is now called Melbourne Polytechnic. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, back in Fairfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of around that time that um, I did a lot of busking. And that was yep. just with various people, um, mm. some uh, like really close mates. And um, and uh, we, um, yeah, I guess we like, that was kind of an experience that came quite a while after like um, initial band experiences and everything like that. So, right. Um, but I didn't, I mean, I had a few things that I was doing, like some cover bands. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I played in that um, that kind of European pop waltz band, Tempo 6, with, yes. my, with my pop. That was one of my first gigs. <laughs> but cool. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just various things. And um, and I guess like, yeah, I, I mean, Creek kind of came quite a 
quite a while after that. So, right, um, yeah. So you'd, you'd played with a bunch of different cover bands um, before Creek was, you know, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Did yeah. you play in a, a band in high school? Uh, yeah, I guess being from Achuga was a little bit sparse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I had a I had a group of mates back then who we grew up together, and they played, and, and I jammed with them in their back shed, and we'd always sort of alternate between some on guitar, drums, you know, who could play a rock beat, and then, yeah, bass, and just jamming in their back shed and all that. And then, yeah. actually, funnily enough, I shouldn't say it's sparse, because later on when I turned about 16, I joined a big band. Oh, really? I was playing, that's where I sort of started learning jazz chords and stuff Ah. like that, you know, sort of getting better at guitar then and sort of self, like I had a teacher, but um, sort of, you know, a lot of self-learning as well because sort of you had to um, and I wanted to. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, So, that was fantastic because I learned how to read and before I went to uni and stuff. So, that was Mm. good. So, old Kev Kylie, he's um, a good old mentor and he's still the jazz sort of educator up there and he's and he's really good teacher and 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 just you know knows all the cats in melbourne too and introduced me to my teachers down here but then um i think i was in a band with one of my other teachers and another mate james davies who's a local drummer and the teacher's son on bass and we were called wild sage wild sage wild sage yes. <laughs> so we played um baz's tunes which is the teacher and yeah he's a pretty he's a he's an awesome dude and he's like a hippie from back in the day and, yeah and still is but um still lives the dream but he writes some cool like political sort of charged songs and oh, we wow. played them we've actually played them at the blues fest uh when i was about 17 yeah in Chuka. Cool. and locally we actually played a wedding i think too uh, this is ages ago and yeah. then um, from there uh, I think I played locally around Echuca just to start saving money in my gap year yeah. like I, I took a year off between um, high school and that's what a gap year is yeah going um, to uni yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so save a bit of extra coin before moving down here sure and um, I, get, I played with my mate Kiralee she sung and I just played acoustic we just did covers and made some you know two gigs a weekend and made some pretty good and that's I just put that all away yeah just and saved so up so you some get cool. down here yeah yeah and just yeah, so I nice. had, didn't have to worry about money while I was studying as much and mm. surely enough that went that all went in a year and <laughs> oh yeah dude it's... yeah but the main the main thing but that's was, really admirable man because so many people take advantage of the um well not take advantage but like you you had a, a, a the the forethought to think you know what I'm going to need cash when I'm down yeah. there and, and the while I'm studying do. I don't want to like you know be waiting on tables yes. or whatever yeah, you know yeah, I mean yeah, that's exactly. what I did I was waiting or, on tables or going to the bank of mummy and daddy exactly yeah you know and and you didn't have that option of still living at home if you wanted to study because no, you yeah. couldn't study up there no, no, no so yeah, yeah no very admirable yeah. to well, thanks, to man. go down that route yeah well then then like I'm pretty lucky too I think like ever since I picked up the guitar and you that's like tunnel vision you know that's all i wanted to do mm. and um and then i was like i wanted to study music and we did but i was like the main thing was is i want to move down here and meet people and yes be in a band and that's yes. what we're still doing yeah. now so that was the main goal really yeah. i was like it was good to study and, and and get better at the instrument and learn more theory and mm. all the different sides of the music industry and stuff but i'm just, yeah I, I think i met you the first day at um on your birthday, actually, because yeah. that was the first yeah, thing. It yeah. was February, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I oh, remember wow. that. Yeah, yeah, I, that's why I remember. It was I like, reckon, yeah, yeah, like, hey, I'm Dill, and it's, it's my like birthday. A, <laughs> it's like a tech class or something where we were learning how to use uh, how to properly use uh, logic. Logic, that's on, it. Yeah, logic, yeah, 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 ye
I'm Dylan. And I was, it was like, oh, it's your birthday. Let's go get a beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. So it sort of hit it off straight away, I guess. But, yeah. but dude, I, like, I think probably between us, we've probably been in like 30 bands or something. You know really? what I mean? Like just crazy. And probably four together. I think. Yeah. Wow. So we could go on forever, but yeah. That's a quite a big lineage. Think, yeah. Because yeah, you guys are in your late 20s? 27 in January. Yeah. yeah I'm 25. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. That's a lot of bands. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. in a six, seven year yeah. period. Now it's just one. <laughs> now it's yeah. just one. Yes. Yeah. They, they yes. fill in gigs and cover gigs, but yeah, not, yeah, just one main original. Main original yeah. act. Yeah. Just another thing to note is like it's been pretty cool with how versatile those bands have been and like yeah, how, uh, how diverse a range of um of skills we've picked up and also um of styles that we've played and, and like sort of originals and covers mm. as well and yeah. weddings yeah. pubs like played different places and yeah. it's been it's been yeah it's been a pretty good journey yeah. i like can't how many that. gigs i've done with you now like yeah <laughs> Far out, yeah i mean we've got to be at least like yeah like 150 with Creek or oh, something least, alone. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. Mm. and that's something that um, a lot of original musicians kind of uh, don't see the value in and that is playing covers because when you play covers you're learning your instrument better by you know doing what people have done before yeah, you oh, you yeah. know composition, yeah. the composition yeah, yeah, learning yeah. stagecraft yeah. learning how to write a tune yeah. how to control you know the crowd yeah. or whatever yeah. all that kind of stuff promoting uh, rigging everything, yeah, everything you know that comes yeah, along everything. with it yeah. if you just jump straight into the original scene without you know doing any covers work it's yeah. kind of like come on man you gotta yeah. like you know uh you know, find your way somehow. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of time, that's that's the entry point for yeah. a lot of musos. You it, know, it can be at uh, yeah. Some musos can face like um, a bit of a like, you know might not build their musicianship up as much in that case if they go straight into launching into like their original stuff. Maybe yeah. not with every everyone, but like it, yeah. Um, mm. And certainly, there's also styles where it just lends itself to being something that'd be like you know oh let's go straight into it and let's just like. Um, just play our hearts out and that's cool yeah as well, yeah that's cool yeah, I, think, yeah. I think the reason why even some with the new stuff we're right like it's so diverse um, starting to be like um, you know we've gone from like playing in prog bands together where it was like crazy Tool-esque oh, tool you know really? like yeah like, all, like probably even weirder what was like, the name of that band that was band was called Sharrow that was that was yeah. whack yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah. That actually, yeah. <laughs> but I mean no but like don't get me wrong like oh, I mean dude, that I mean that I think, all due respect yeah yeah good on like hard whack like yeah. like that took us six months to learn four songs wow that's how hard well, yeah one you of know. the songs went for 13 minutes or something yeah. you know like that sounds just yeah. like Tool yeah yeah it wasn't 13 years though no 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 me and Matt on the guitars there and it was like I guess like the difference in you know, like a prog band, you yeah, know, like, yeah, so, like right. you do country bands. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, me personally, I've never been a big fan of like Tool as much or anything like that. Sure, yeah. Um, and whereas, like, I know that um, Matt and, and our drummer Mason, Mason are and, both yeah. are definitely like, you know, pretty hardcore Full fans into of it. Um, but like, I guess for Sharrow, that kind of like made the, the sort of the difference was that. I guess it kind of sounded like a little bit surfy and we didn't have like yeah. the heaviest of tones there going on our guitars. It was yeah. more like kind of telecasters like yeah. Matt was saying. Yeah. And right, that'd be interesting. It kind of just gave it this little bit of an edge where yeah. it's like a bit almost bluesier at sections where yeah. some 
fans of heavy music that hadn't really heard too much like blues yeah. or like kind of lighter music were like, wow, that sounds really bluesy. And, and then mm. also at the same time, you know, like I was playing with a bloke called Benny Walker and he was a folky, rocky artist and then in the jazz band at uni as well and a few other bands and then you were also in um, a few other different bands at the same time. Yeah. And, like, like, so I was just like getting back to that point of like how it all can bleed in, you know, to mm. each other and pick up an influence where you wouldn't even think, you know, like picking up an influence from jazz and putting it into a prog rock setting or something like that. That's just diversifying your, you know, musical landscape is to say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, like just, even last night when we were jamming the Pearl Jam tunes, uh, um, you were taking a solo, I think, on um, Rockin' in the Free World. And <laughs> traditionally, Rockin' in the Free World is like a melodic rock solo. Mm. And there was one little bar, maybe two or three bars, where you went like a kind of like a shred kind of style. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> and it worked in the context, but I wasn't I wasn't expecting it because the whole gig, like well, the, the whole, not gigs rather, but the whole rehearsal, like you'd stayed pretty true to like the, the tunes. Setting, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's got a few other tricks in his pocket. You know what I mean? And yeah. then as soon as you'd done that, Troy's eye, just lit up he's like hey we could do yeah, like yeah, a full yeah, yeah. like you let's know, do the 80s glam stuff and like the, stuff the, yeah. and the, you know the, the guitar yeah. guitar wankery yeah. was just going out of control you know? <laughs> Absolutely. but it was good it was good to see you guys have that yeah, moment you yeah, know yeah. guitar players yeah man. and um yeah so yeah i don't know where to go from that but yeah that mm. was like that was that's all like just wankers, guitar yeah, players wankers, are wankers. Yeah. Oh, well, guitar you know. players and it's all wankers. yeah. Just, just, just to anyone listening, just, just diversify yourself as much as possible. Yeah, and, and make yourself never stop learning. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, and it's a really good point. How to, Don't like, be just, a guitar player. Yeah. Be a human being. Expand <laughs> 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 your mind. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. get fall into the trap. I think. Um, Old mate was saying that he's getting, he's going overseas next year. Um, this is Troy, um, mm. who's been a guest on the pod uh, as well, um, and he's going to be bringing back guitar number ten to his yeah. collection. And I'm a singer, and I've got, well, I mean, how many guitars are behind you, man? I, I, about seven or eight. I don't, I don't know. And there's more in the main house. Oh, so, geez. and I'm, and I'm, a, I'm a singer songwriter. I'm not a guitar. I mean, I play the guitar, guitar, but I don't classify myself as a guitar player, yeah. you know. And for someone who doesn't classify themselves in that category. I own way too many guitars. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, guitars or cars, you know, like it's yeah, all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah everybody's I think, got their thing. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, you, you're both playing in this band called Chero, um, you know, getting your chops up, um, mm. do, doing your, getting your stagecraft studying, studying and everything, and studying yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. The lockdown, um, right. How did uh, the, 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 the lineup of Creek come together? Because I'm assuming it was after all of the experimentation was mm. over. Yeah, it was. You know, yeah, it was, it was just through meeting each other through all mm-hmm. those different scenarios. And yeah. Uni. Well, look, Creek now. Um, is pretty much the exact same sh- uh, same band as Shero was back then, oh, yeah, except too, yeah. um, except like with all the same members and everything. Yes, except um, it didn't start off that way. Um, it was like we had uh, Reese and Mickey originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of them. Um, Mickey is a, a mate of mine who um, we used to go busking all the time together, mm. and um, mm-hmm. and he um, and he played keys. He plays for Creek everyone originally. <laughs> okay. Um, and now fast forward to this album, uh, and um. Yeah, Liz from Sharon <laughs> is playing the keys on like on some the, of the on a couple of a couple of the tracks on the album. Ah, yeah. so, oh, wow, so it's full much, circle. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like it's, it's um, unreal. But yeah, I mean, like I, I guess it's just uh, I don't know. I kind of just wanted to do some more stuff, like a uh, bluesy kind of stuff, and mm, sure, integrate yeah. that in there. 
Mm. And I guess it started. Well, it off- started from Dylan, like his original, like, like his hey, brainchild. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, like, and it's kind of a amal- like it's come into a thing where all of our ideas have kind of amalgamated a lot more now. Mm. Originally, it was very much just like a pretty straight up blues rock kind of stuff, and I was happy with that. But now I'm kind of like, um, kind of keen to sort of mix it up a bit, get a bit more psychedelic, get a bit more like kind of prog influence in there. Right. Because um, you've got that heritage in the band, mm, so yeah. why not exploit it yeah. if you can? Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. like, you know, keeping it like um, kind of like chill and like some 70s and 60s kind of vibes still, still like in there and, and everything. And so, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know what that even means. And we kind of, <laughs> we're, we're writing a bunch of songs where they're kind of even sounding a bit like folky at the moment. Mm. Sure. They're sounding a bit like kind of almost Jeff Buckley-ish. Yeah, that's at, true, yeah. Like, yeah. In, in certain aspects, yeah. but... Yeah. Like... Um, well, a good song's a good yeah. song, you know. It just, think, just depends yeah, it on the wrapping paper you put around it, yeah. you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So, yeah. as, as long as the, the chorus is catchy and you're telling a, you know, a valid story, yeah. you know, you can't go wrong, really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think with rock and roll. Like, I think, like, we've been talking a lot lately and, like, you know, just conversations have started influencing song ideas, you know, like, and, and like what we think what's going on in the world at the moment, all that stuff. You mm. know, it's like using that as influence and how we feel, how we fit in with everything going on, all that kind of, where's mm. your place in the world? You know, like, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, without trying to get too deep or anything, but you know, like, sure. just, lyrics oriented at the moment. Yeah. Compared to when we started off, it was kind of more just like, look at this, let's try and get, riff. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. let's try yeah. and get sexual and let's try and get groovy and let's yeah. try and make people dance. And now we've kind of just like, um, we're like, oh, let's write music for that. us. Yeah. yeah, we want it, and like for everybody who's interested. Exactly. Yeah, yeah nice yeah. one, man. Yeah. Nice yeah. one. And um, so, how long has Creek been a band, like under that banner? Because this is your first album, but you've been together for a while, haven't you? We've played since the first gig that we had was uh, sometime in like autumn in 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2016. March? Yeah. Uh, March. March April. Or, or um, May. Yeah, May yeah, or yeah, yeah. It was at yeah, the autumn. Bendigo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so, oh, at the Bendigo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Cool. And we had a fair few, like it was like a lot of mates, but yeah, there were a cool. couple other unfamiliar faces there to come and check that one out, yeah. I remember. And- yeah. But we started jamming on, um, actually, even. One the deep, which is one on the album now. We started jamming on that. I remember in the house you were living, just in the lounge room with everyone yeah. in there in 2015. There you yeah. go. That was one of our very first songs, and yeah, here it is now. Yeah, like it's crazy. Warped um, into what it is today. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's under that under Creek when we sort of came up with the name. It was end of 2015. It was like when we started jamming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah nice. Yeah. Yeah, around then, I think, yeah. And um, in that time, obviously, this is the first album, but have you had any releases prior to this, like singles, EPs, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, we've had a cut. We've had um, we had an EP, mm-hmm. uh, so that's got four tracks, and that's with the um, the old crew, the mm-hmm. old Creek crew. That's, so that's um, Mickey on keys and Reese on uh, bass. bass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then that's like um, our current drummer, Mason and Matt and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, that was a lot more like kind of straight up bluesy, rocky, like a little bit of sort of, I mean... It's kind of 60s, 70s style, so it was a little bit kind of psychedelic in there, but mm. not as much as we're doing at the moment. Okay, um, cool. So, But and, yeah, like we had that. And then we've got the three singles off the album that we've released throughout this year. Yes. Which is um, yeah. sort of space them out f- and promote 
to, to promote the album and now yeah. the oh, album. so you've released album the singles we've released prior three singles. to the album yes three singles oh that's it. a cool yeah. thing yeah. man yeah so once people get this in their hot little hands they'll be like oh I remember that yeah, track exactly. from 2019 yeah, sick exactly. now I've got it on the full full yep. length yeah that's it that's a very clever way to do it because I mean that's how it was done you know like for years and years and years mm. um, and so you know if it's not broken don't fix it yeah yeah. Well, you know? it was it was recommended to us like I mean I don't think we really had that as a necessarily as an initial idea no. for mm-hmm. it but then um, Ryan? Uh, but yeah Ryan yeah, yeah. Ryan Van Gettup from uh, Rhythm Section Management um, who's a like kind of does some publicity kind of work sure um, uh, he kind of recommended that to us mm. and it's a good just, idea yeah mm. seemed like it worked yeah. out really well we kind of yeah. spaced mm. things out had a uh, video uh, you keep people, yeah we had the uh, video clip as well we've actually got two video clips out yeah, the, the crossing like, over the rocks, which is off the EP, yeah, and then yeah. the deep, which is the um, album title. Mm, um, yeah. And yeah, Ryan Ryan suggested to do it that way because it really keeps you keeping people's faces. I guess you know, like you just you know exactly, like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a really clever thing as to much do. as an independent band can. Well, know, yeah, 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 as an independent band, you're you're like. Um, a reliance on your kitty, you know, yeah, oh, kind yeah, of exactly. growing through each gig, yeah. you know. And yep. so you might come off a series of gigs after three months and have the kitty up and you're mm. like, oh, sweet, we, we've got enough money for a song, yeah. like a song yeah. and yep. a clip. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, and then a few man. months yeah. go yeah, by, yeah. the kitty goes yep. back up again and you can do it again. That's and exactly then how we did it. That's much. perfect. Yeah. 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 Like I had a, 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 a an act on, um, it was actually the, the second or third, actually, no, he was the third guest ever, um, uh, Craig Johnson of Delsinki. And that's exactly what he did with his album, but it was over a series of years. Yeah. And so he would release stuff like, yeah, like two every two, three months, a, a video clip, a song, video clip, yeah. song, video clip, song. Yeah. And um, his album came out. I'm like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> Oh, I love this one as well. Yeah. Like it was like yeah. a little best yeah. of, yeah. but not being a best of, That's you know. Cool. And yeah. it's the perfect yeah. way for an independent act to get an album together yeah. without having to like go. Oh shit, where am I going to get ten grand for an album? Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, but over yeah. time, you can get it done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, nah, and that, I guess that's, that's the whole catch twenty two with like technology's gotten better and you can be more DIY. But as technology's gotten better, album sales have gone down. So you're like exactly you know, like, it's the ratio is still the same. Like ten grand for us might as well still be five hundred thousand dollars yeah, you know what I mean? like, exactly. yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah yeah but like that's you, you know, know what 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 a band on a label might have gotten back in the 80s or whatever you know yeah, like, 100 percent. Um, lots of compromises there, hey? oh yeah like yeah. like not, not all not so we we funded the album from just gigging mm. didn't we yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and just again doing the covers and stuff and and you know like playing rurally and, mm-hmm. and and traveling a bit and just you know put a put most of it away and you know give a little bit to ourselves here and there but most of it like um Back in the band, Kitty, and yeah. So you guys have successfully successfully been able to do cover gigs with enough members of your band to subsidise the original stuff instead of keeping it in your pockets going, you know what, two or three members of the band did the covers, mm-hmm. let's put it in the Kitty. Yeah, well, yeah. We've, we've split... Um, so we've split... On occasion, we split some uh, some cash between us when we're like really stint. Sure. But um, I guess for the the most part, we're kind of like um, we've kind of we originally agreed that we needed the money to be able to get to fund this yeah. album mm. and to be able to get yeah. things out. Mm. And it was kind of more like, look, it's not like 
any one of us is making any more money than the yeah. other. It's like none of us are making this money, but yeah, yeah we, we've got let's stuff reinvest. that we're doing outside yeah. of music. Let's reinvest so that it's self-sufficient. Yeah, like it's a really good. And, yeah, and, we're, like, and we're so grateful that Declan and Mason are all about that too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. on board. I guess yeah. you know we play a festival gig and it's more as good coin for the gig that we do. We'll, sure. We'll, we'll, yeah, and if we make enough, we split it yeah. as well. Like yeah. it, it's more just like you know if we we've got a gig, we're playing two sets, and it's like five hundred bucks for that or whatever. Like just. Um, hypothetically speaking yeah 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 <clears throat> like so and say we've got like we want to print t-shirts and that's coming up and that's like 50 for 500 bucks it's like yeah. well let's just put that in there mm. yeah, and then we've got t-shirts and yeah. we're selling merch exactly. and it's like yeah. you know maybe the ultimate the end game is like hey like we could be in maybe in 10 years time mm. we could be actually making something of this and like going and just going forward and like just you know, we could build, like, and that—that's our goal. But, yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, it's not every band, understandably, can do that because some mm. bands would rather split the money yeah. every time, and that's <clears throat> fine as well. Yeah, 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 really, just courses for courses, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, speaking about festivals um, and gigging and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was like, like your favourite show that you've put on so far with this incarnation of the band? <sighs> Plenty for different reasons. <laughs> I think yeah. this calls for another beer. Yeah, oh yeah, break them out. Our memory. Thank you very much. No um, Dylan, you can start off because I can't remember anything. Our favourite show. Yeah, favourite show. What's up? Well, I can remember. switch it around, and you know, you can start off with the worst one as well. Because <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you've had a couple of those. Uh, I guess. Well, yeah, you go, you go. Um, okay, well, I need a moment to think as well, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I'm not too sure. There's been a shitload of gigs. It's uh, going to be different for everyone because yeah. everybody's diff- got a different perspective of every show, I guess, like on the on the stage and everything. But, mm. but um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll need a moment to think about I that. I reckon for me, some of the worst shows... Yeah, are like driving for fifteen hours, and then there's four oh, people there. You know, like yeah, man. <laughs> that's a bit Trying heartbreaking. Figure out what to do with the time, and yeah. whose turn is it to have a go on the radio? Yeah, yeah. What, what song are we going to put yeah. on the Bluetooth? <laughs> I need to charge my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> How many arguments yeah. have I had yeah, with band dude. members yeah. about bloody charging yeah. my phone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm only, what are you on? I'm on six percent. Oh. All right, I'm on 20%. You can have it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Invent like some sort of octo charger. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, at one point, I reckon we invested in one of those ones. Yeah, like an octo charger with multiple inputs. But it never really worked. Yes, they do have those, but it doesn't work because it doesn't split the charge like evenly. It just just charges a shit. Yeah. I think rule of thumb. 10% at the end of the 12 hours. Rule of thumb, whoever's on the nav, man, you know, got the app going, I think. Yes, that's a really good rule. Yeah, I think that's what I say. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, okay, you have to kind of... Do you want to get there or do you, do want, you to- want to get there or not? And <laughs> Stuff Facebook for an hour, right? Just- right. And you have to like go, okay, so I get to charge my phone, but that also means I'm chewing my data. Yeah, exactly. So what is more important, getting a charge or the data? Yeah, or getting to the venue. Or getting to the venue, yeah. It's a delicate so, balance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'd say like, you know, we've, we've done some one-off gigs where we've driven to Newcastle or Brisbane. Literally for one gig, which is fine. Like it's rock and roll, and I love it. But then sometimes driven like, actually, to Brisbane, yeah, yeah, a couple for times. one yeah. show. We've done, uh, oh well, we've done that once. Shit. But then we've driven to Brisbane two other times. Yeah, and we try and I guess we try and um, do it in a way that's 
as sort of like practical as possible yeah. and, mm. and, and uh, logistically the best way to go about it, so that every so that we're not spending as much money as we're yeah. making. If we can make do that, like yeah. the um, I guess like the last time we did a big drive was uh, up for Bar- to Byron Bay Guitar Fest. Yeah, and um, we made a uh, like we did in a way where we drove in one car, which was and a couple of the band members flew up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like we turned out to have made more money than we actually um spent on it and it kind of it was just that one gig but it was kind of it was a cool gig like yeah, yeah that was worth it yeah that's like <laughs> the that. byron bay guitar yeah. fest is that a new gig or is, been haven't for heard of it years, just a, okay so um, only a couple yeah. of years i think so okay cool yeah. it's the uh the byron bay guitar shop up there they um they kind of like, byron music um, yeah yeah oh, run this scene they put it on the, yeah, yeah along with the uh, byron bay brewery mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so it's a great one up there man nice it's sort of like a side thing to the blues fest i guess you know like in a more of a local way yeah yeah smaller way i should say but yeah yeah i guess going back to the like other like question of like it's worst gigs and stuff um i try and keep positive as much as possible you know what i mean because this is like no one's forcing me to do this no you know we're doing it out of our own will and it's like yeah, yeah sometimes it could really break your heart but i think i use that as fuel as much as possible as well you know like yeah. the next gig's gonna be the one or you know yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna, yes. I'm gonna i'm gonna like like channel that energy to like just rocking out to like the four old codgers in the corner under the tab sign yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, all that you know just show them show them like what you know like a good band can do and I, yeah you know, i say that without arrogance but you know like just like like making that gig worth it even though there might be like two people in the audience but who cares you know like it's part of it builds your character and it really builds you as a band yes definitely like and and going on off that um like i guess it's kind of like um really it's just internal when something is going wrong yes with like if if a bad gig i think it's all just up to your state of mind at the at that time yes or at least it is I i find it like sometimes i'll be singing and I won't be in the best mood and mm-hmm. like having gone into that gig or you know the sounds a little bit off or something like that and it's like not really anyone's fault because it's not you're not going to get a perfect sound ever unless you got a sound guy gonna... with you which yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. and it's um and it's kind of just like yeah and and I and I'll just find that I put myself into a mood even if it's a <laughs> fine gig and people are enjoying it or yeah. like you know it doesn't really yeah you never really know time. man like I was doing a show on the weekend uh, it was a covers gig um, out in Point Cook and uh, sometimes I'm like there's only a few people here I'm just going to amuse myself and just whip out like an obscure well it's not obscure but like in 2019 I'm playing Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb I doubt many people in the pub's going to even know that song but I'm like screw it I like that song I'm going to play it hell yeah you know and so I'm playing that song and then the, the next tune you know I'll get back to you know the crowd pleases and then um, you know I, I, I have a break and one of the bar staff goes I love it when you play Comfortably Numb too. I go what? Because you, man, Pink Floyd, brother. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're my man. It still lives 2019. There is hope. Yeah, you know. So you never know. Do you find like receiving that as a compliment just just boosts the mood? Yes, hundred percent. Compared to like just. You yeah. know, even like people just like kind of being yeah. dancing or something, yeah. like just like having that mm. one compliment is just like, like oh, cool. Because no one was dancing. Mm. You know, yeah, I was getting a little bit, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tiny little clap. Yeah. yeah. But um, old mate at the bar was having a great time. Yeah. yeah. And, so and, and commenting on something specific and that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's like you've been paying attention. You've been doing. You know, yeah. this is good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a good thing. You know, sure. because up until that point, the show was going really badly. I'd I'd gotten um to the gig and 
the mic stand that I'm using right now, um, I, so. I forgot. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, I, yeah, did you see that on my Instagram? Oh, that reminds me of another story. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I had to put my um, iPad um, on a stool, yeah. and then I had to use my straight up and down mic as my actual microphone, yeah. so no boom. Yeah. And at one point during the show, I put my loop pedal on so I can do a bit of a solo, and as I'm bringing my foot back to the stool, I I hit the mic stand and it clocks me right in the face. So I'm having I'm playing Hotel California with a fucking busted lip. Uh, Painful, dude. That that brings yeah. up a, that brings up a um a memory when we played in Castle Maine once. Remember that when we mm. played in the pub there? It was it was doomed. Like when I we do rocked remember in. that. When we rocked in, they're like, "Oh, do you guys need a PA?" <laughs> I think it's something like that they said to us. And then they're like, we walk in and oh. I think they had a PA and a shitty old mixer and this one XLR um, microphone lead that would look like Adventure of the Wars. Oh my but God. But they're like, oh, uh, well, I, we didn't bring a mic stand assuming that you guys, you know, you're a pub and you, you have some basic shit for us. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh, we can just use this. It was an old wooden lamp post. And then, oh, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, <laughs> and you have to yeah. see through what? that. So Mason's like, oh, I think I've got masking tape or du- uh, duct tape or something. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> the whole gig, we just got this wooden shitty, this old lamp post that we took the the, the, the the lamp thing off. Yes. Put the mic there, like gaffered it on. Cool, let's go. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> just so, you know, like, you know, as we talk, like all that stuff pops into my head. Just funny shit like that. Just like, oh, God. You just got to adapt, you know. There's nothing yeah, that yeah. a good little bit of gaffer can't fix. Yeah, it. gaffer holds the world together. 100%. Gaffer. 100%. Gaffer. Gaffer. Shoot another place. Yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there shit. you go. Well, boys, I do want to hear more about your festival gigs. Uh, but before we do, I want to take a moment to tell our listeners about Anytime Fitness in Epping. I recently joined the Anytime Fitness community and I love it. They give you a key fob, which is a, a, a little key on a dongle kind of thing, which gives you access, 24-hour access, to not only your home gym, but every Anytime Fitness location around the world, which means if you're planning a holiday, if you don't want to ease up on your training, uh, you can still find a gym wherever you are around the globe. And it's perfect for the touring musician or wrestler too. If you're on the road and you need to uh, get a pump in before your match or your next gig, you can always find an Anytime Fitness somewhere and get your training in. I love the whole concept, the whole 24-hour gym. uh, And I think the best part for me, because I don't like training with headphones on, uh, they have an app called Crowd DJ, which you can download to your smartphone and you control the music in the gym. So if you're in the mood to play some of your favorite tracks and you've forgotten your headphones at home or if you're like me and you don't want to train with headphones on you can still listen to your own playlist of music while getting your gym session done they also have the anytime fitness app which has heaps of programs and workouts to help you on your fitness journey. Not to mention the very friendly staff, which are always happy to help. Head on down to Anytime Fitness in Epping and sign up today. Now, boys, please tell me a little bit more about these shows that you've been doing with Creek. Yeah, man. Like, because... Because we've done so many gigs, like like mm. there's been some funny shit too. Like you know, um, like a few festivals we've played. Like um, one bloke come up to us after we played, <laughs> and he goes, "Boys, 
just want to tell you something. Well, he was talking to you. He goes, my wife. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> do you take it? Go. Oh, no, you can take away. Dylan, do it, do yeah, it. Go, go, go. Oh, just no. do it. <laughs> well, he goes, he said, I mean, I don't want to sound crude here. Nah, nah, nah. No, he no, goes, please, please. I mean, I can't even remember how he said it. What did he do? He said, he went up. Last night. And he's like, he's like, after listening to your guys' set. This is the best compliment ever, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, me and my wife, we just made love all night. More like my wife the shit out of me last night because you boys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then the best bit to top it off Hey boys, here's my wife Dal, come over here, beat the band <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> And she has no idea what oh, he, no, no, no. he had just divulged no, to you no, boys no, She, she comes, comes up all bubbly over, Hey boys, yeah, nice to <laughs> Really love the music last night <laughs> Really got my juices flowing, boys. Like, oh, th- yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Man, funny. you told that way better. <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. So when, so what you're saying is, when I, I should be careful with this CD you've given me tonight. Our new album. Don't play this unless I'm in the mood for the, <laughs> yeah. the missus to Chuck ravage the me. Yeah, yeah, Chuck the Creek album on baby like, making music. I don't know, man. That one's a little bit too evil, I think, compared yeah. to the stuff that they were listening to that night. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, but it's like kind of... It's just a little bit darker sounding. Yeah. Like, I'd be a bit concerned if somebody listened to that. And then, got like, turned on. Yeah, like, like, ooh, she sees red. Those <laughs> <laughs> lyrics are doing it for me. Oh, my Fantasies gosh. But, yeah, so there's some yeah. funny shit like that that happens. That's brilliant, yeah, man. Yeah. That is brilliant. That's, that's definitely stuck in my mind. <laughs> so that's a great gig. <laughs> that's a great one. That that's the story. That the Chuka Blues Festival. Oh, uh, yeah. So you, at the Shamrock Hotel, a Chuka Blues Festival. They have a Shamrock in a Chuka as they well, because they they've do. got one in Bendigo as well. Oh, yeah, oh, dude, any, any musos li- uh, listening, Trevor, who manages the the chamois, looks after every band that goes through there. So book your band tonight there, and he'll he'll um he will look after yeah, you. He'll look after you. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah, well, Trent's talking about the um about the the album. Um, let's switch gears and, and, and head into promo land. You guys are um, releasing this. Well, you're having a launch in Feb next year, yeah, yeah. but on the 25th of November, this will be available to stream. Yep. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so people can kind of hear the tunes before heading along to the gig. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what we yeah. kind of wanted to do. We just want to make sure that everybody can sort of, um, yeah, just like sort of get on board the tunes and like familiarize themselves with these tunes mm-hmm. and, and sort of like, you know, hear the parts and maybe pick up on different little bits and pieces. Um, and like, yeah, hopefully the people, maybe some people might want to actually go and take it on board mm. to check out the lyrics and actually really internalize have a full experience <laughs> yeah. in February. Yeah. 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 So yeah. by February, you know, they, they might come and be singing along and yeah it's, it's been a, it's been a lot of you know a lot of work you know a lot of hard work leading up to it which has been great and yeah, you know, yeah. which has been a great like it's been we've recorded it bloody June last year 
was a long yeah, time ago. So it's been simmering for a while. Just June get, last year. Yeah, yeah, we smashed it out at um, Hot House Studios in St Kilda. Mm. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Shout got, out to Julian. Yeah, Julian, Julian Schweitzer. Who produced it, or recorded oh, well, us and helped produce it. And yeah. Mixed yeah. it, actually. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, Craig, who owns Hot House, they were really awesome. Yeah, he helped going. us with his studio high yeah. and everything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, big old Neve desk in there. So that's, oh, the, the drum sounded like a, some, yeah. you know, some of it sounded like. You know, it makes it sound like Bonham at times, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you know, we, we smashed out. We recorded nine songs in, like, two days or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got in, sort of played the bed tracks live and and then a lot of overdubs over the last couple, like, the months preceding it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and then it's just been... And then we had them ready and mixed to go to release, start releasing the singles throughout this year. Yeah, nice, then, nice. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's why you've sat on yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. you could yeah. kind of like... Because yeah. you'd recorded it, but you didn't have the coin enough to like master and everything. Yeah. So we'll master this one now, we'll master yeah. that one now. Let's do a clip here, well, clip yeah, there. It's, it's incubating. Yeah! <laughs> I guess, yeah. for lack of a better word. Well, I get yeah. It's a very good idea. Yeah, and... Um, so it's finally out, 25th of November. That is sick, yeah, boys. Really, really cool stuff. Now, um, of the th- tracks that we've already um, released so far, is there one that stands out that you would like me to play as a little bit of a preview um, uh, prior to this interview um, at the start of the show? Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, maybe, I don't know. What do you reckon, Matt? Peasant? No, the ones that we've already released. Oh, the ones we've released. Mm-hmm. Oh, not peasant. Um, I don't know. There you go. I'll give it to you. You can have a little yeah, look, look at, at the list. Song and- so we remember what they're called. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you said you released three tracks we've released, already. We have released yeah. She, 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 I can't even say it. She Sees Red. Mm-hmm. So she's Red. She, <laughs> she, She, um, Red. Um, we've released The Deep and we've yeah. released um, Made Of. I kind of like I like the ending of Made of. It's kind of epic. It's one I mean, of my favorite tunes. You yeah. want me to play the ending of Made of? Yeah, because I won't play the whole song. Oh, yeah. and I'm not going to give let's them to it the, for free. Let's do the ending, ending of, of Made of. of. All right, yeah, you're going to hear the ending of Made of yeah. prior to this episode dropping. Yeah. Oh, prior to this interview, rather. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and so, you boys, yeah. So uh, the album's out November 25th. Um, streaming wise, uh, you can grab a physical copy, obviously at the launch. Um, pre order of vinyl. Yeah, well, as we've, well, we've got pre order. And vinyl, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so, look, how are you getting the vinyl done? What's now, what's going on there? Just want to be clear with that. We don't. Mm. That's not going to come till like way later. <laughs> okay. Because it's a pre order at this stage. So yeah. Um, so if you've get enough. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're gonna. Yeah. Well, then we've, you're gonna we've release already it. got orders, so we've got to do it anyway. Um, yeah. And we always intended to, but it is like uh, most places do like a pretty pretty like pricey. high yeah, yeah pricey and also well, just like yeah. the minimum is like a hundred yes yeah. so that's what makes it price not actually pricey it's like they're doing a fine price it makes mm. sense why it costs that much but yeah yeah it's um uh but yeah but like the cds though those i mean like we've got we got that order today so like um they're still technically pre-orders now but mm-hmm. they're going to get to people before christmas so that's yes. like you know if they want Please to do an Xmas for christmas no gift people or like listen to it yourself or it's like 20 bucks and mm. the shipping's only like 5 so it's not really that much i mean not like, a big investment yeah, yeah for yeah. a lot of enjoyment yes yeah and where 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 do they go to um to grab that Bandcamp? <laughs> Bandcamp, actually, yeah. It's on, Respect. all on Bandcamp, yeah. Uh, but yep. they can hit up our website. Um, ah, at, perfect. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's yeah. a Creek Rock Band, or, or one word, or mm-hmm. lowercase, dot com. Creek Rock Band, 
Dot com. Dot com. That's it. Beautiful. And you guys have the book face. You've got the Instagram. Yep. We've got yep. all of that. All the YouTube all stuff, stuff as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can yep. follow your uh, adventures on there. Mm-hmm. That's it. And um, yeah. Yeah, man. Got um, got a few gigs coming up over the summer. We got. Yeah, we do. Yes. We've got, ah, yes. Uh, what do we got, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> what show's uh, coming up? We've got. Um, got about four. Yeah, got, yeah. A few spaced out, which is. Um, um, before the before our launch, uh, yes. before our Melbourne launch, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, they're, ju- they're a bunch of regional gigs actually. Mm. Like we've got um, so ones uh, Queenscliff, Queenscliff, the Blues Train up there. Like uh, not for Queenscliff Festival, but the week the weekend after, mm. which mm-hmm. is going to be really cool. Are you guys doing um, Pistol Pete's in Geelong as well? That's yes, right. Yeah, that's we are the next doing one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the twenty eighth of December. Twenty eighth of December. So yeah, not for nice. a while after the uh, Queenscliff one. But. Then we're playing at Mount Hotham on New Year's Eve. So oh, really? Yeah, the Jenny there. So yeah. that's oh, that's cool. cool. We're, we're pretty pumped for that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's with uh, that's uh, uh, supporting King of the North. Yeah, and, uh, King of the North. Yeah, yeah. Are they back? Yeah, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, they sounded fucking great too. Yeah, nice. And that's fucking. Great way to send in the new year. Yeah, um, that's going to be sick. Yeah, and then, and then we've got a at the end of January in Echuca at the Shammy. Oh, you're yeah, heading so, up to oh, yeah, nice yeah, one, yeah. nice so one. Trev, I'll be back home, people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, like when I say look after us, last time he brought us all out a whole <laughs> Trev, jug of beer each. There's a couple of good stories too about Trev. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he literally one gig in summer. It was that hot. We had our own eskies on stage each each. Our own esky, like a slab each. That's how <laughs> oh good he God. looks at just And he makes us take shots before we play. For some reason, he just doesn't want us to play well. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he is the publican. And, and the best palmers in Victoria. Australia. Wow. Yeah, look, the world. I mean, look, if I was going to get married to a man, it'd be Trev. <laughs> I ain't gay or nothing. He's, he's, already, he's already taken. <laughs> Sadly, he's already married. I'm just saying. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so... Um, I mean, a jug of beer Jeez, Trev, give us a bloody, you know... <laughs> he's, he's awesome. We've got to shout him out. Wow. But, um, and yeah. of course, let's not forget, um, there's a show happening at the corner on the 14th of December. Absolutely. Which um, we're playing together. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to it, man. Um, yeah, we were kind of talking about it um, before the, the pod started. Um, mm. Unfortunately, the guitarist that um, was in the, uh, the super group um, uh, for the gig in uh, August this year um, has, has unfortunately been able, uh, unfortunately had to bow out. But, um, you know, I put the, the feelers out there into the, the vast Melbourne <laughs> Muso network <laughs> via the book face, you know, and, and who does get Matt, Matt. Well, I'll tell you what, let Creek. me tell you, you've got like, a I know that band. guitar player, uh, not yeah. non biased perspective. Uh, yeah. Matt, I Vantic right over please. here. Please. Please. Um, <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll do the Don't job and he'll... Up. Well, the first yeah. rehearsal we had last week, I was like, oh, here we go. You know, this will be this will be challenging kind of getting everybody on board and uh, on the same page. And then we, I'm like, I don't need to learn the songs yet. Matt probably hasn't even bloody looked at the songs yet. He had them all down. Oh, maybe yeah. like, maybe five songs he hadn't learned yet. The rest of them, he had down and I'm like okay I better go do my homework I said I told Matt like one night I was like I'm doing a taco night and I've got plenty of tacos and you're coming over and getting tacos and you're gonna eat tacos it's a hot day yes beer tacos um you know friends 
He's like, nah, it can't. I'm going straight home and learning the learning the Pearl Jam covers <laughs> right there. So no that's, shit. That's a, just one example of that's how what kind of guys. <laughs> you gave up tacos <laughs> for the people who were going to be coming to see us play Pearl Jam live. Yeah, people, keep that in mind. Come keep that in tickets. mind. Remember, Matt gave t- tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a fantastic <laughs> note to end on, boys. Matt, Dylan, thank you so much oh, for man, joining us for on pleasure. The Art of Touring. Thanks, appreciate it. Um, punters, get out there and support these boys for their album launch happening thank in you. Feb um, at the, the... The Bombay Rock. Bombay Rock. Yep. Like February the 8th. Well, yeah, February the 8th. Saturday, yeah. February yeah. Saturday, the 8th. Saturday, Feb 8th. We'll Thank see you. you there. And December 14 as well. Just yep. Monday. December 14. Go and check out so Pearl many Jam shows. fans. Go and check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah. And even if you're not Pearl Jam fans, go and check it out. It's yeah. bloody cool. It's music. It's happening. Yeah. Yep. yeah well, Absolutely. we've got the, the Foo Fighters um, Nirvana tribute band opening up for us. Foovana. And we're cool. actually going head to head with a Nirvana tribute band from the UK. Wow. They're playing the same night oh, somewhere else in Melbourne. So that's why we've put Melbourne's own yeah, cool. Foovana yeah. on all of the promo yeah. so people know... Well, you know, and it's the corner, so come on. And it's the corner, you know. Come on down, boys and girls. All right, we'll see you on the road. Thank you. Pleasure. See you, boys. And that's a wrap, Sizzlers, episode 83, all done. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring Podcast. If you are a first-time listener, I'd love it if you came back to the Art of Touring family. Uh, I release these episodes on a weekly basis at the moment, every Friday and every week I have a new guest. So come on back and become a regular listener. I'd love to have you on board. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please email me directly at artofturingpodcast.gmail.com. Maybe you would like to come on the show. If you're a touring musician, a performer, a wrestler, please hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. Or just slide into the old DMs on Instagram at artofturingpodcast. You can listen to The Art of Touring on Wooshka uh, and you can download it on iTunes and Spotify and uh, Google uh, Play podcast app on your Android device. If you have enjoyed this episode, take a moment to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone and write a short review. And stick around next week for another episode. Now let's get into some plugs. Saturday, December 14th at the Corner Hotel, I'll be playing Pearl Jam's Greatest hits with a super group of musos including members of the Passouts, Warbirds and Matt from Creek who was on the show today. Uh, joining us on the night will be Melbourne's own Foo Fighters and Nirvana tribute band Fuvana. They will be opening up the night uh, and then stick around for the main act, the Pearl Jam Greatest Hits played Oh, we're going to be doing two full sets, guys and girls, so come on down. It's going to be great. Tickets are available right now from the Corner website, or you can just follow the passouts on Facebook and go to the events page and grab your tickets right now. 
That's all from me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on his Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guests this week, Matt and Dylan from Creek. Uh, I did say this week's episode was kid-friendly, and I tried my darndest to get rid of all of the F-bombs. Um, if there's one slip through the cracks, I'm sorry. Maybe just explain to Johnny that's a big person word. Don't say that. Um, but I'm pretty sure I got them all. So if, if someone tweet me, tweet me like I've got a Twitter. Someone message me if I missed uh, one of the F-bombs and I'll try harder next week, I promise. Uh, be sure to follow the boys on all their social media profiles um, on Creek. Uh, remember, uh, you can pre-order their album right now on CD and vinyl, so be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram to get all the details on their upcoming releases and shows. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Ziz Dog. Oh, wow, wow. And remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Lobos Collectibles in Thornbury, the best vintage toy store in the universe, and Anytime Fitness in Epping, where, as the name suggests, you can train anytime, day or night.